0: CHAPTER Eight OF MYSTERY OF THE CARIBBEAN PEARLS BY ANDY ADAMS THIS LIBRIVOX RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN UNCLE CHARLIE BINS A YARN Make yourself comfortable, Biff, Uncle Charlie invited, when they were back in his room at the Del Mar. You must be tired. Night flight, exciting morning. Get much sleep on the plane? Few hours. I think that food may be sleepier than anything, though boy am i glad to get this coat off too tight for my taste biff took off Derek's coat which he had been wearing and tossed it toward a chair as the coat landed a small white box fell out of the pocket uncle charlie pounced on it like a hungry cat on a mouse what is it uncle charlie biff asked charlie had taken the lid off the box and was inspecting the object in it with a triumphant smile on his face what luck I think this will clinch our case against Dietz and company, and at the same time I can see now why Derek might be very suspicious of both of us. Uncle Charlie put the lid back on the box and replaced it in Derek's coat. You still haven't told me what it is, Biff said. Give me time, and when I do a lot of things will become clear. So Uncle Charlie is going to be mysterious again, Biff said to himself. Biff sprawled out on the bed and waited for Uncle Charlie to start talking. It all goes back to our days in Burma and China, Biff, you know. Explorations Unlimited still has its headquarters in Burma. Sumatra's not too far from Burma. Lots of Dutch people in Sumatra. It was once a Dutch colony. And Explorations had done quite a bit of work for some of the Dutch businessmen there. Just after we had to get out of Burma, you remember, of course, "'Explorations received an inquiry as to whether its operations extended to the Netherlands Antilles. "'Jack Hudson, you recall him, don't you, Biff, cabled me.' "'Biff nodded his head. Jack Hudson also worked for Explorations Unlimited. "'It had been Jack who had flown into China and rescued Biff and his uncle "'when Biff had taken part in the mystery of the Chinese Ring.' "'So Jack cabled me,' Uncle Charlie went on. An inquiry has come from a friend of Derek's father, Brom Zuck. Brom wanted someone to work for, and with him I got the job. i picked up a seaplane with my earnings in China and had been kicking around the Caribbean, charter flights and so on. What did he want you to do? Biff asked. Pilot him back and forth from here to Martinique. Run a speedboat he has in Martinique. I know from what Dietz told me that... Derek's father is looking for something on the bottom of the ocean. What is it? Sunken treasure? Biff asked. In a way, yes, and he's found it too. It's a pearl fishery. Pearl fishery! Biff's voice showed his excitement. Yes, a fabulous one. If the samples Brom has found so far are an indication, there are millions of dollars of pearls waiting to be taken from a spot of ocean floor just off the coast of Martinique. Biff was sitting up now, leaning forward. This was fascinating to him. Pearls taken from the bottom of the ocean. It was the very end of November, I guess, when I last saw Brom, Charles Keene said. I'd taken some new skin-diving equipment over to him. He indicated to me that he thought he was nearing his goal. He said I'd hear from him within a week. I was to come back to Curacao and await word. Why curatio, Uncle Charlie, when he was working in a French possession? Because he's a Dutch citizen. Everything he does over there has to clear through the Dutch authorities and the French consulate here. I see, Biff nodded his head. Well, nearly two weeks went by. I was worried. I flew back to Martinique. I couldn't locate Brom. He had gone to sea in his speedboat loaded with supplies. I hung around La Trinité, that's the town we headquartered in, for a couple of days, then came back here. Nothing else for me to do. Uncle Charlie got out of his chair and walked over to the balcony. Then I got a letter and a package from Brom, Uncle Charlie continued, and that's the last I've heard from him. Oh, I've been back to Martinique several times, but he's vanished. Do you think Dietz has anything to do with it? I'm sure of it, Biff. He either kidnapped Brom Zook and Brom got away, or he drove Brom into hiding. It's just got to be one or the other. Dietz knew about this pearl fishery, too, Biff wanted to know. Lots of people know about it, Biff. Stories of a fabulous pearl fishery have been circulating in these parts for years and years. The stories come from the Carib Indians. And every once in a while a Carib comes to the market with a priceless pearl. "'but no one has ever located the fishery. "'Is that it?' "'That's right, Biff. "'Many have tried. Dietz among them.' "'Where does Derek fit into the picture?' "'Biff asked. "'I'm coming to that. "'Derek is motherless. "'He has spent most of his life "'divided between living here in Curatio "'with his father "'and living with his grandparents in Holland. "'When Bromzook started on his hunt "'for the pearl fishery, "'he sent Derek to the Netherlands "'for his schooling.' He knew that he wouldn't be in Caraccio much of the time, he didn't like to leave Derek alone. Why did Derek come back, particularly since his father is missing? The picture was still somewhat cloudy to Biff. "'I sent for him,' Uncle Charlie said. "'And you sent for me, too. Why both of us?' "'Because you look so much alike. You could easily pass for twins.' "'I know,' Biff said. "'In Miami and on the plane we were taken for twins.' I needed you here in the event Derek didn't show up in time. In time for what, Uncle Charlie? To establish his right to the pearl fishery his father has found. Biff frowned. I'm afraid I still don't get it. It's like this, Biff. The letter I received from Bromzook, uh, over two weeks after I last saw him, contained a claim to a certain water area to be filed with the French consulate here in Wilmerstadt establishing Zook as the discoverer of the fishery i was to file it for him along with the letter and the claim i received a small package in it was one of the most perfect black pearls i have ever seen biff's eyes turned in the direction of Derek's coat he was beginning to get an idea of what uncle charlie had found in the box that had tumbled from the jacket this pearl was to be given the french consul along with the claim In the event Bromzuck didn't appear within the time limit, the person appearing for him could establish his right by presenting a black pearl that was the perfect match for the one I left with the consulate. And that person would be Derek, Biff asked. Right you are, Biff. How did Derek get hold of the pearl? Apparently Zook knew he was in danger from Dietz, I'm sure. Dietz would try to stop him from appearing to establish his claim. The same way claim jumpers used to operate in the early mining days of the Old West in the United States, Uncle Charlie explained. So he sent Derek the other pearl. That's right. He told me that he had done so in his letter. His instructions were that if he didn't get in touch with me in plenty of time before the 90-day time limit was to expire, then I was to cable Derek to come at once to Curaccio. Ninety-day time limit? I don't understand, Biff said, his voice showing he was still puzzled. When a claim is filed, such as the one I filed for Brom Zuck, there's a waiting period of ninety days before the claim is granted. The law was designed to prevent claim jumping. In those ninety days, if anyone else can dispute the claim, then a hearing is held to decide who discovered the find first. "'so that if Brom's look had jumped someone else's claim, "'the real discoverer could protest and prove he made the discovery first. Biff said. "'You're right, Biff, but in this case Brom made the discovery. "'Dietz knows it. "'Dietz knows that he wouldn't stand a chance of claiming to have made the discovery first. "'Why not? "'Because he doesn't know exactly where it is. "'Do you, Uncle Charlie?' I have a pretty good idea, because I know more precisely where Brom's was working than Dietz does. You see, Biff, a claim to a water area covers a lot of ocean. It isn't like a land claim for mining. A mining claim covers a specific spot. A water claim can cover an area of hundreds of acres. I know the island group that Brom was searching in, but only Brom knows the exact spot where the pearl oysters are located. Then the pearl fishery itself, Biff said, could be a very small area compared to the total area covered by the claim. Right you are, Biff. Then diets hasn't got a chance, has he? Oh yes, he thinks he has a good one. I don't see how. Charlie Keane grinned. If neither Bromzook nor Derek appears at the French consulate to demand the claim within the ninety days, anyone can file for the rights. Dietz is just waiting to file in the same general area where the Zook claim is located. Biff knew now what had happened. And Brom Zook is missing. That's it, Biff. If neither Brom Zook nor Derek appears, then Dietz moves in, files his claim, and then it would be most difficult for Brom Zook to reestablish his rights. Biff nodded his head thoughtfully. Uncle Charlie, when does that 90-day time limit expire? Tomorrow afternoon, Biff, at four o'clock. What? Biff exclaimed. Then we've got to act fast. We've got to find Derek. Don't worry, Biff, we're still ahead of the game. But Brom Zook will be robbed. I don't think so, Uncle Charlie said, smiling as he shook his head. What's to prevent it? Biff demanded. You, Biff, couldn't you play the role of Derek Zook once more? End of Chapter Eight